You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy, bossed-up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janae, so grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes, and enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back, my babes, to the Bougie Balls podcast. This is the first podcast of the new year. Happy 2022. I am so excited to be back here on the podcast with you, babes. For those that are listening for the very first time, welcome. Sending podcast hugs out to you. Thank you so much for clicking on this podcast today. Make sure that you share it out to your family, your friends, your good girlfriends on your social media. And for my bougie boss babes that have been rocking with me since day one, welcome back my babes happy new year I'm just so excited to be back here on the podcast with you all but enough of the greetings I'm just going to go ahead and jump on in and just rip the band-aid off today I am back on the podcast today with my girls the collective I have Nafisa I have Marquita I have Sierra here on the podcast today so hey 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 happy new year's love happy new year happy new year year. How have you guys been? It's been a long time since we've been on the podcast. So how have you been? How has your 2022 been so far? Um, How did you end off 2021? What's going on? Well, we I will start off 2021 ended up was rocky the whole 2021. It was ups and downs through the whole 21. Our my new year started out kind of rocky. My uncle passed away. So uh, Things started moving along really quick in the new year, but overall, things have been pretty good. I can't complain. Yeah, sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry. Oh, yes. My condolences once again. Thank you. Yes. I feel like 2021 was a blur. Like, it went by so fast. Even when I recall things, I, I, I feel like I'm even skipping over the year. Like, wait a minute, that was 2020. <laughs> you know, like, it just flew by. I mean, you know, this new normal, I guess, that we are trying to get used to you know with COVID and everything like that I mean I think it's been a a year of a a lot of transition and um, reflection for me you know when I look back now and I'm happy that a new year has started you know so just looking forward to good things positive and new beginnings. Uh, Just like Marquita said I'm happy you know for the start of a new year. 2021 was, it, and, and like she said again, it was like a blur. Um, it started off okay, and then it got difficult, and then it got even more difficult for me. Um, but I'll say 2022 has been going really well so far. Um, still, you know, working through some things and stuff like that. We all are. Um, but I will say it has been going really well. And um, the things that I'm working on now is just, mind-blowing and exciting so I'm excited so 
Yeah. Good, good, good. I mean, I, well, I enjoyed 2021. 2021 was a good year for me. It started off good. It ended good. 2022, you know, I'm looking forward to doing some great things in 2022. Um, God willing, you know, and if he answers the prayers I've been praying, you know, for the last two years um, that, you know, hopefully that 2022 is the year. If not, you know, I, I'll still wait on his timing. His timing is the best timing. So I'll wait on you know when he says uh to move to go and to do um the things I've been praying for but I'm hopeful for this year I'm looking for great things to happen this year not only for myself but for you know others uh that are around me I know that COVID is here I know that you know Omicron is is here and you know certain people are still going you know into quarantine and you know people are still contracting the virus but I, I'm just hopeful that just new things are going to come on the horizon like I'm not focused too much on it I'm not getting down about it I just know that something great is going to come out of this you know for everyone you know so yeah yeah I'm just hopeful for 2022 but let's go ahead and get into the podcast today once again thank you ladies for being on today and I do want to start off with just a little bit of gossip though we're not supposed to be gossiping at all but just a little <laughs> gossip um about <laughs> Megan Good and Devon Franklin so have you heard lately that they are getting a divorce now I know a lot of people picked up their book The mm-hmm. Weight a lot of people enjoyed it a lot of people have seen some success with the little tips that they've gotten from this book the weight but now the weight couple that has you know they preach the things that they've preached on different shows and interviews and in their books are now getting a divorce so how do we feel about this like you know how do we feel about the marriage them getting together the divorce like let me hear hear your thoughts I don't know the details of the divorce. I mean, it's not my business anyway, but I don't know the details of the divorce. I will say um, when they first started courting, um, I did follow them. I really liked them. Um, It was their one interview. I can't remember, but it was probably like one of the most popular interviews that they did. Um, But yeah, I, I watched that interview and I was really encouraged and then after that, I was just like, eh, some don't seem right. And so I just stopped following them, just to be honest. Um, it was kind of like they were just no longer an inspiration for me because I felt like it was something. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't put my finger on it. Like I said, not my business. But, you know, I just stopped following because something just didn't seem right. Um, I'm sad that they're getting a divorce. You know, of course, that's not something that you want for anybody. But I mean, I don't know if this is harsh, but I'm kind of not surprised. What made you not to stop following them? Like, what was it? Was it something he said or it wasn't anything? Was it discernment? Like, it was was discernment and it was discernment. And I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without, you know, bad mouthing anybody. I'm not a fan of Devon Franklin. Okay. I'm not a fan. It's something about him mm-hmm. that's just not authentic and true and honest. And so I just couldn't get with him. So I just had to stop. Okay. Now, Megan, that's my girl. I love me some <laughs> Megan Good. Love me some Megan Good. I love anything that she does. But with him, it was just. I, I have kind of a different take on it. Um, and of course, you know, this is still all speculation. We don't really know what goes on behind closed doors. You know, this is what, you know, just our opinions. But I'm actually the opposite. I'm a fan of Devon Franklin. I read one of his books, not The Weight, but he has another book. It's called The Hollywood Commandments. And 
I was I was actually extremely inspired by the things that he said because um, he talked a lot about his life. He talked about um, when he became saved. He talked about his concerns of being able to take that life and integrate it into Hollywood because you know Hollywood is being known for you know all of the you know sinful activities things like that. He um, he didn't know if he was going to be able to make it with his principles, you know, that he have, you know, that, that has been instilled in him for so long. And, um, and that book, I mean, it was really eye opening to, you know, he talked about the things um, of his life and he talked about his non-negotiables because um, like he's a seven day Adventist. So, you know, Saturday is the Sabbath and he talked about not believing that he was going to be able to do what he did and still hold the Sabbath, you know, his day that he rests, you know, and he was just talking, he talked about just different aspects of how, you know, if you're, you know, if you're on the path God set for you, like he'll, you know, he'll make, he'll move those mountains and he'll make those things happen. And he was still able to, you know, to hold true to his, his Christian beliefs. And I feel that I think she was a little too worldly for him. That, that, that's my feeling. I don't know, but that's what, that, that's what it seems because when I look at her body of work, I look at the things that she does. I mean, I'm not saying that she's too, too bad, but I think that just, me reading that about him, I think it was too much for him. That's what I think. I think that it's a possibility that that didn't that that, that didn't gel because if you look at the work that he does, um, all of his movies are pretty much Christian based. He doesn't waver from those things. I mean, again, I don't know what he does behind closed doors, but I'm just talking about the things that we do see. Um, he's extremely consistent in the in, in in what he talks about and the things that he does in regards to the type of work that he does and the movies and everything that he produces and you know. She's a little flip floppy, a little bit, like you know what I mean. Like it's, I, I, I think, I think in any many ways they may not have been yoked and, and on the same. I was going to say the same trajectory thing. in regards to that, and I, and, and and I, again, if I had to guess, I think that it was. I think it probably to me was that you know, um, like I said, this is this is just from you know just getting to learn him from that book and just you know I do follow him and you know just things that he talks about, things that he says, and, you know, she's definitely more on the worldly side than he seems to be. Again, all perception, because we don't know what goes no, on behind closed doors, but that that's that's my opinion about them, and that, that's my opinion, because, I mean, you know, just knowing people that are of a Christian faith and knowing, I, I'm pretty sure they didn't just jump in and say, oh, we're getting divorced tomorrow. I'm sure there was a lot of prayer. There was a lot, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I mean, I'm going to assume that they didn't just come to that decision overnight. You know what I'm saying? And um, it probably was some struggles in whatever area for a while now. You know what I mean? And then, you know, then finally coming to, you know, this decision. And, you know, and, and I'm sad about it too. I, I'm like, oh, that's a shame. You know, I hate when I see those kind of things, but that's what I think happened. I, I, I'm kind of agreeing with you, Marquita. I feel like um, they were um, equally yoked from the door. Um, he yeah. tried, I feel like he probably tried to change her in certain ways and make her better as a woman and build her in different ways. And she tried to do the th same thing for him. And sometimes that just doesn't work. You can try mm -hmm. to change somebody who's already grown. You can't change somebody. And you either like the things that they are or you don't. And it's, it's sometimes in marriages, it people change. And, and nine years in the beginning of their you know, super love and sweet. When it's all sweet and love, you don't see the flaws. And trust and believe he got flaws just like she got flaws. Mm -hmm. And those Absolutely. flaws get bigger and bigger. Those little things become masculated after a while. And the things that you normally could deal with, you can't deal with no more. And I, I can tell, I can automatically tell from the roles that she take in movies, a Christian man, certain things, 
it's not it's not acceptable she gets bare naked on tv that's a christian man no man really if you're an actor or not don't want to see their lady on tv butt naked and she's had many roles where she's naked all the time and him as a christian man his christian followers you got men in church like yo you know i see your woman you know blah 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 you know the the whole christian talk it, it's just what happens and sometimes for a certain situation it becomes overwhelming so mm-hmm. i can see where they can have a lot of conflicts in conversation with her career and choosing to be a preacher you got when you decide to be a preacher's man's wife you got a lot of things to cut out and a lot of standards that people look for and i always say even me People are judgmental. No matter how much you can say, don't be judgmental. People are judgmental. And as a preacher and a pastor of anything, they look at you as you are the token for God. So you have to walk in a certain line in a certain way. And if you're not walking in that way, they are already prejudging you. So that's a that's a big token. And and she should have thought about that before marrying that man. Yeah, I definitely agree um, with the not being equally yoked. I believe that there was a lot of compromise that happened in, in the beginning just because the feelings were there, you know, though they went through courtship and things like that. They probably thought that they could handle handle it. I do believe that, you know, there's some things that he did bring up to her and what he didn't like and what he wanted her to change. And, you know, certain things that she she changed that she probably was used to. Again, the smoking, the way she dressed and, you know, all of those those types of things and it just got to a point that it was just like okay I'm tired of telling you you know this than any other and she's like well I'm tired of you telling me this because I want to live my life I want to do the career the way my career the way I want to do my career I want to walk the way I want to walk and not according to how you want me to do things um so I definitely think that you know I mean again no I wouldn't want anyone to get a divorce and, and you know anything of the sort but I mean if it calls for it, I mean, I wouldn't condemn anybody, you know, for that. Just like, you know, people in domestic violence marriages. I don't believe that God will want you to stay in a situation where uh, someone is constantly, you know, doing these certain things to you. And it's not just a one off type, even on a one off, but, you know, thing that, you know, that they can't work out. So, um, though we don't believe in, you know, divorce and don't want it to happen, but I think in certain situations, I don't think that it should be looked at something as, you know, that we should condemn it um, as well. And I do believe that there probably was talks and prayers and things of that sort, just like you said, Marquita, Mm -hmm. um, before they came to the decision to go ahead and split, I think it was a very peaceful split. um, Well, to us on this side, again, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but the way they did it was kind of, you know, um, it was tasteful and it wasn't, you know, all out in the open and hoopla and ghetto um how some of these people do it i just want to add one thing i think about in terms of um you know divorce and like you said it's like not something you know as christians that we you know you just you don't let's say like get married like well this happens i'm gonna get divorced like you know you don't want to think about it that way but Mm -hmm. i think one thing that is ignored is you know the words that what god put together you know let no man separate. And I think a lot of these marriages God didn't put together. You know what I'm saying? So um, in, in considering that, so yeah, so why would God want you to stay in something that he didn't put together? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I don't, I'm not speaking for them. I don't, you know what I mean? I can't speak for that relationship, but I'm just saying, you know, in, in terms of divorce 
itself. You know what I'm saying? We don't always seek God's face when it comes to choosing mm-hmm. someone because we, we we're riding on our emotions you know what i'm saying and oh i feel mm-hmm. and i'm in love and everything like that you know what i mean so you know it's a good chance or that, doing what that we want to do exactly mm-hmm. it don't want to do so it's a good chance that you didn't wait on god for that you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then it's a catastrophe you know what yeah. i mean absolutely yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, he will definitely mm-hmm. give you provision for what he's put together. So yeah. even, you know, if there's hardship going on in the marriage, you know, if God's in the center of that marriage, he's going to give you answers. He's going to give you direction. You know, he's going to give you provision, you know, to move things along. I mean, we're, I mean, yep. hey, bringing two lives together and under one roof and you got your ways. This person has their ways. It's hard. Like, you know, yes. that's a hard thing. Yeah. But again, yeah, when you both are leaning on, leaning on God, you both you know or in your 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 prayer time with the lord and god is in the center the front the back the sides of their marriage it, you know he's gonna he's gonna make a way you know yeah. for you two to come together and do what you have okay. to do um within that marriage you know how even yeah how hard you know it gets and speaking of like uh you know just waiting on god and waiting on the you know the right person i know there's a lot of women and i've spoken to uh you know a lot of women that are 40 and up and you know and at this point in time you know they're like it's never going to happen like you know they, they think that they're at the age that you know the man is going to want them they're at the mm-hmm. age that they're just too old and you know god has you know forgotten about them and no matter you know how much you say to them you know god has not forgotten about you it's just in his timing and you know it might be just some preparations that you still need to do you know in your weight they still don't think that this is going to happen for them so you know what what do you have to say to them or how do you feel about this i feel like um this uh new generation of men i want to say uh the kevin samuels of them all oh lord you know all the men now think they're the prize so it's kind of hard for the women right now to even think to even get a man because even if they're at the standard of where they need to be, it's still, it's the extra stuff that's going on now. Women, like it's it's he that finds the good one, you know, that part of the word, but it's like now the men want to be treated as the women. So it's hard for women over 40 to not take nonsense from a man and want to be, I want to say, treated as a helpmate. Because it's not even more so of being a helpmate anymore. You gotta be a loop dancer, uh, the friend, <laughs> the maintenance person. You got to know all the stuff. Like women, they want women to be yes women, but then uh, you also gotta be out here doing things too. So it's, it's so much of a standard now for the men with women. It's like, you gotta overcompensate yourself just to be equal to what these women are doing right now. So they want a woman, if she's a size six or four or five, you're good to go because you're just a trophy wife. But if you are a woman with something to bring to the table, you got to be at this right size, the right career, the right this, the right that, to even be equal to the standards of these high quality men, as they say today, Um, even if they have a basic job. Overall, right now, for women, it's really hard. I just feel like it's really hard out, out there right now because men want to be the prize. This is one of those things like I I feel for women um, who feel that way, um, who feel like, you know, it may never happen for them. The only thing that I can say is 
it is nothing but a lie from the enemy. And that is one of those things where if you're trusting in God for a spouse, I feel, and you're, you know, 40 or over, it is not too late for you. It is never, it's never too late. Like, look at Sarah. She had a baby. How old was she when she had um, her child? You know, and then when she died, Abraham got married again. He was in his 90s. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's never too late. And it's one of those things where you really have to cling to the Lord in those type of situations because that's a worldly mindset. And so when you have a, a, a strong worldly mindset like that, you really have to uh, counteract it with the word of God. And you really have to um, search the word and look for examples where 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 people waited on the Lord and where people were in and, and 40 is not old age. So just hear me what I'm saying. But when people were in old age and were blessed with the thing that they had been longing for, you know, for so many years. So one, I, I, I feel for women who feel that way um, because it's disheartening and it doesn't feel good and it's discouraging. And I would say claim to hope, you know, at the end of the day, God is our father, you know, not worldly mindsets, not what people have to say, you know, God is our father and he has the final say. And you have to just counteract, toss the enemy aside, point blank period, toss the enemy aside and cast out those thoughts and don't allow those thoughts to, 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 to take root and manifest in your life. Because if so, you're just going to end up on a downward spiral. Like you really have to hold on, cling to hope and you really have to cling to the word and what God has said. And if he gave you a promise, you have to cling to that promise. I think that, I mean, kind of just piggybacking off you said, what you just said, um, Tierra, uh, your faith, you know, your faith and what you believe. And then also what I find is people, you know, they make this, um, this thing of acquiring a man, like, like sometimes like the total focus, you know, and it just becomes everything, you know, about, yeah. uh, you know, the man. and, and the truth is, if God dropped that man on you in that moment, are you really ready to take that on? And, you know, yeah. a lot of people have so much trauma, um, bad relationships, um, generational curses. I mean, just so much that, has to, in my opinion, to be dealt with, you know, um, that you need to petition God to, to help you through these things and actually to become the wife that you want to be and that, you know, you should be for that quote unquote, <laughs> you know, perfect man or, or whatever. I mean, no man is perfect, mm-hmm. but I'm just mm-hmm. saying, you know, just for that man that, um, that God, that, that you need to wait on God to send you, you have work to do first. And I think a lot of times mm-hmm. that, is the that is an issue um people are trying to skip over that step and then you bring all kinds of problems into the relationship you know you bring all kinds of drama or I mean and it's on both sides I mean not just the woman but um you know it's just all kind of stuff you know that you haven't dealt with and and again nobody comes to a marriage perfect a certain foundation should be there first you know before you even consider marriage and you know things that you know you need to talk to God about um and even you know in some cases a therapist about you know um that I think that need to try to work out first so I wouldn't you know I wouldn't ever tell anyone to give up you know or (laughs) it's not perfect for you but while you are waiting on God you know work on yourself you know, work on yeah. your relationship with God. What does that look like? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, are you are you looking for this man to complete you? If that if so, yeah. you need to rethink this thing because 
you yeah. know, you shouldn't be completing you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so um, that's, you know, I would tell someone that, you know, continue to work on you. I was going to piggyback off of what you said and like, get out there and have fun. Like, Mm-hmm. waiting for us yes live your live. life like wait live yes exactly live your life go out date yourself have fun have mm-hmm. hang out with your friends go on facebook and find you know what's happening in your city or you know some events that are taking place and go out mm-hmm. and do you like go yeah. out and ha- when i say do you i'm not talking about like with men i'm talking about like have fun with yourself you know just explore mm-hmm. yourself and enjoy this time of singlehood like when you get married it's different you know the dynamic dynamics change and you know it's certain things you may have to compromise on when you're single you ain't got compromise on Mm -hmm. nothing like you can literally like you can literally be out here doing it like you don't have to compromise you don't have have to consider anybody when it comes to your finances like you don't have to if if you want to come home at three o'clock in the morning guess what you can come home at three o'clock in the morning like it's just certain things that you don't have to do like take that time for yourself take that time for the lord take that time to just really enjoy your, your life, you know, because like I said, things shift and things change, but also when you, you know, when you meet somebody, both of you should bring, should be bringing joy to the table. It shouldn't be, you know, coming to the table, expecting somebody to feel something in you or to bring you something. No, both of you should bring, should be bringing joy to the table. You should be a happy person before somebody comes along. You don't wait for a person to, to start your life. And you don't wait for a person to be happy. You know, you don't wait for a person to have joy. You're supposed to have these things before this person comes. Cause if not, you just, you just got a recipe for disaster, but, um, but yeah, take that time for yourself. This is your time to just like be living it up. And, you know, as a single woman, again, um, you know, that's, that's my focus right now. You know, I have a desire for something. I don't, I, I don't know if it's marriage. I don't know. But what I do know is I'm not about to be sitting here waiting around for a man. Like, no, I'm about to be out here living my life, having fun, you know, doing things that I find enjoyable. I just did, a, you know, just did a vision board. So like my focus is on trusting God in this season, you know, And if it happens, it happens. If not, I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, God is my husband. The word says that God is our husband. You know what I mean? So if the Lord is my husband, it's nothing that a man can do for me that God cannot like point blank period. Even, even with, even if I desire sex, all I got to say is Lord, please satisfy my soul. And I am good. Like Mm -hmm. I am good. So I think we have to remember that, you know, God is our husband first and foremost, and, you know, when we uh, bask in that relationship and allow God to fill us up, it's not that we don't have a desire for a spouse. It's just that that yearning, it, it becomes quieter. You know, it becomes quieter. And our focus is really just on the Lord and Lord, how can I serve you? How can I please you? What can I do for you today? You know what I mean? So, yeah, get out there and do something. Yes. For a woman that is over 40, I definitely agree. You have to have, I mean, put God first. That is the focus and yourself. Just like I tell my mentees now that are in the program, stop worrying about a man. Like we're not even talking about a man. We're we're focusing Mm -hmm. on God. What's your relationship like with God? Like, do you really know him? Do you know his voice? Do you know when he's present? Like, do you know these things about him? Do you know this is the one that is to send your husband? So you need to get on the right level with him before you're, you know, you're expecting this, this man to come one so you can recognize and discern when he does send you know 
this person for you, right? So um, definitely have to get in good relationship, you know, with God. And that's what, you know, I did, you know, I, I learned who he was and not by a pastor, not by listening to certain sermons, like getting in the word, honestly, and dissecting the word and really like eating it up and, you know, swallowing it whole and just talking to him each and every day. And I mean, literally just talking to him, like, what's up, God? Like, what's going on with you? Yeah. And just hearing his voice and, you know, just being in his presence. Like, there is nothing like the love of Christ. Like, if you have yes. not yet experienced the love of Christ, there's nothing like it. So that's the love. Yeah. That's the love piece. And a lot of you that are out there listening are looking for that love piece. You're looking for that joy piece. You're looking, you know, just for that companionship. But do you know you can get that with Christ? you know, everything, your wants, your needs, your desires, it's all in Christ. Like the, the minute I fell in love with him, there was no love like no other. And I say it all the time. I fell in love with Christ by reading um, the parables, you know, just by just listening and, and, and hearing the word and, you know, how he just would, you know, just be so loving and break things down in layman's terms, just so we can understand, you know, just mm -hmm. God period. And, and I mean, after that, I even talked to Marquita one day. I was like, Jesus is my husband. Like, I don't care about no man. <laughs> like, Jesus is my husband, right? So, I mean, we cannot idolize marriage. We cannot idolize having a husband because the more you do that, I believe that delays the process, honestly, because it's just like, okay, you're idolizing these things, but do you really even know what a husband is? Do you really know what marriage is? Like, have you even taken the time out to really understand like that marriage is the glorification of God here on earth? Like that when you come together in marriage, you're supposed to be doing things in your marriage. Once you, you know, if you're yoked that, you know, you're put together and there's a project within marriage, you know, it could be to procreate. It could be to start a business together. It could be to serve the homeless together. You know, you have you even thought about these things? It's not just a Netflix and chill and pay bills and get on each other's nerves. That is not what, you know, marriage is about. And I think a lot of people have this false narrative of what, you know, marriage is and they're just idolizing, you know, these things. And again, haven't even taken the time out to, you know, get to know God. So, you know, when this marriage does come together that, you know, God is all up and through that marriage, like, you know, you mm -hmm. definitely have to really get in, uh agreement with the lord you have to get on one accord with the lord again i know his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts but there is an understanding between you and god and your personal relationship with him like each of us have probably you know we all have a relationship with god but it's probably a little different in the way that we approach him and you know how our prayers are and you know how we hear him and things like that so you know you have to get a relationship with him and have your own personal relationship with him and just know that your relationship is not going to look like everybody else's, but it's something personal to you. But you need to experience that love first because you're really not going to know what love is until you actually experience that love and not looking to man, not just men on earth, but man, period, to fill that space of, of love. A lot, girl. You said a lot. <laughs> it is not too late if yeah. i'm still hopeful out in these streets like if it, yeah. if it's never too late and it's, it's always something to work on there is so Amen. much work to Amen. be done in you there's so Amen. much yeah. work it's, like yeah 
I mean, every day is something else like that you may need to work on or find out that you need to work on, you know? So, I mean, I believe that, you know, once you get the relationship with the Lord, once you even know yourself and you continue to work on yourself, just as it was said, you're not going to be perfect, but you're going to be perfect in the way that God created you to be, right? Yeah. And the man that, you know, that is sent to you is going to be perfect for you. Will he be perfect? No, but he'll be perfect for perfect. you, yeah. you know, yeah. inside of your world, right? But there's just so much more, you know, so many things that we can work on is so much that can be done rather than sitting and and worrying about if this man is coming or not he's coming when he's coming coming. yeah Yeah. when god says all right you know it's no particular time there's no particular age even for the young ladies out there that's under 40 i know a lot of you like when 30 hits because i was the same way I need to be married. I need to have children, but that may not be the plan. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, let's go to Jeremiah 29, 11. He knows the plans that he has for you, right? You know, it's, yeah. it's not your plan, but his plan. So what you need to do, as Tierra said, live your life. Yeah. That is all, that is, that is your, your mission to live yeah. your life to get to know God, get to know yourself and not idolize this thing of marriage and not idolize this thing of having a husband because when the time is right and when you're ready to receive the blessing, God is going to pour it, pour it on you. You'll receive that. Yeah. And I wonder, I w- and th- this is just my thought, I wonder like if the weight also has to do with how much God loves us because when you're when you're single, you can literally devote all of your time to God and to ministry. When you're married, you cannot do that. I, what she just I wanted to piggyback on what she just said that about how the single women are married to God. It was a pastor who just said that that he has you single for a reason so that you can work. You can't work when you're married. I need you to work for me so you can be single out here to do the things he wants you to do. And when he's exactly. ready for you to settle down, he's gonna see you that person, but he got you single for a reason. So that exactly you, you gotta tune in to your singleness that why he has you where you at. And I exactly was 100% correct. When you're single, God doesn't have to share you. But when you're married, God has to share you with somebody. And yes, ultimately, we are his. Yes. But at the same time, there's still somebody that we have to care for. You know what I mean? When I'm single, I can go into prayer whenever I want to. I can stay in prayer for eight, nine, 10 hours if I want to. When I'm married, I can't do that. I got somebody that need to eat. I got somebody he probably wants some. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's certain, it's it's different when you're married. When you're you married. The same you, way. Yeah, he has to share you. But when you're single, mm-hmm. he ain't got to share you with nobody. It's just mm-hmm. you and him. And it's such a beautiful thing. I do understand the weight and, you know, that it's hard and difficult. I definitely understand that because I've been there and I'm and I'm there now. Um, so I, I definitely understand it. I think what keeps me going is the fact that at the at the end of the day is, Lord, your will be done. Mm-hmm. Your will be done. And we're still living out here. We're not yeah. dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. still living. You still have some time to live, you know? Right. So it's just, I think it's just a part of living. Just live. If you yeah. live, just live and enjoy your life. I feel that that right person is going to come in. And when you least expect it, I think when you participate yeah. and expect for someone to come into your life, that's when I feel like you make it longer. And then yeah. a long time because you're expecting. I know he said he's gonna promise me that. So I I expect it to happen right now. 
But when you mm-hmm. take your mind off it and put on other things, then the good things start happening in your life once you take yeah. your mind off of it. Yeah, that's just, like a watch you thinking too much. Yeah, and that just takes me back to I know I I mean I don't know if you all can relate back in the day we got our boyfriends, you know, mm-hmm. we break up with them boyfriends, you know, we a little sad and then the next thing you do, uh, you know, we cutting our hair, then we out here we doing this, we done threw ourselves into our projects, our activities and our work and next thing you know here comes another one. Like yeah. least expected, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. a, a, yeah. a new person so coming busy. into your life, right? So um I, I kind of look at it you know and and that way again not worrying about it living your life having fun working on you you know and and it'll be delivered when it's time for you you know to have that delivery um I mean I understand you know 40 I mean you're not near death you know unless you know God calls you for whatever reason he only wants you here for a certain amount of time (laughs) but I mean you're not near near death like you know and I mean you're a lot wiser than you were exactly. when you were younger exactly. i feel like the 40 is the new 20 because now you are you're much wiser much seasoned and you know what you want and what you don't want within your life and when you're happy you can't you you won't let in nonsense and exactly. and that blessing will come straight to you and i feel in after your 40s as a woman you should be a woman at 40 you yeah. should have known yourself you should have learned yourself and know what you want in this lifetime yeah. I mean, at that statement, the, the the youth is wasted on the young. It's like, now I really understand that. Yes. Because, mm. oh, my God, I think about all the time that I wasted yes. being just yes. stupid. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and if I have, you know, the understanding, the wisdom, and the things that I think I have now that I'm going to continue to gain over the next several years, you know, if I could have applied that um, earlier on, like, man, I mean, where I would be right now. <laughs> <laughs> man yes. i would be amazing you know? yes. <laughs> yes i do agree that, i mean I, I never really understood that statement until i started living and put that mm-hmm. years behind me you know what i'm saying like that really right. um <laughs> the eye opener like yeah totally you know i mean you know i can't see very bright but a lot of us really dumb yeah yeah, i've done some dumb stuff yeah and cried over some dumb men like i mean oh my god oh my god like i didn't think i was ever going to live again like i thought i was going (laughs) to an early grave with some of these relationships like and just i mean some decisions i made and things of that sort so you i mean that is 100 nafisa you definitely get more knowledge you you i mean you season with lowry you know when you get up here in this Like you really, like you really start to see things for what they are, uh-huh. and you understand that your happiness does not come from a person. Mm-hmm. All your joy is from Christ. Like your happiness comes from you and within. Like, and if you get, and it's a lot of people don't get to see these days. So when you get here, yeah. season, you be blessed. And also, you know, if you are out there and again, 40 or older or even younger and you can't take care of your household, you can't balance your bills, your house is dirty. (laughs) I mean, you're making poor decisions. You're not ready. 
anyway so these are things that you also need to you know continue to work on again there's always work to be done like if you you know you can't stay on task for things you you know you can't you know stay on schedule for things like you know you're so out of whack that you can't focus Mm -hmm. on you know on on certain things you are not ready you're not ready yet and that's not is nothing wrong with it why because god again like tiara said is saving you he's giving you time (laughs) and your singleness to get it together okay get it to you know to a point that you are able you know to do these things so don't look down on you know your age or where you you know where you are you know you can always progress you can always start right now hearing this podcast today just looking over your life and looking over certain things get in prayer with God and ask him and I know I did this what is it that I need to work on if you think that there are things that you don't need to work on I know once I heard what I need to work on I was a little surprised that he said it but I got you know with him and we started to work on those things right so I mean I mean again he's saving you this is the time this is a good time so you know that you won't take these things into a marriage um and find difficulty in that marriage um you know with these who things put a number on it um, who put a number on it? Who put a number on the age that you're supposed to find your significant loved one? Girl this that's the world girl yeah and you know what i think samuels talks about it too and a couple of other these gurus out here talk about it they're like oh well girl you're approaching 30 so um no man's not gonna want you um or that's bondage 40 or no man's gonna want you because these younger men they want children they want this that that and the other i have Mm -hmm. friends that are pregnant i have friends that are over 40 that you know are about to give birth you know what I mean or just got married uh, actually mm-hmm. you know so I mean we can't listen to these gurus out here what we can yeah, listen yeah. to is, are, are, is the Our Lord God. that's it yeah that's it and live your life Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Until it comes. I mean yeah. I think that is the um the theme of this live your life yeah. <laughs> live your life live your life live absolutely yeah. <laughs> yes ma'am all right. Does anybody else have anything else to say to our 40 and older ladies, our sisters out here um, about, you know, just waiting? Just love yourself. Love yourself yeah. first. Love yourself and know who you are as a woman before you um, even think about a relationship. Learn you yeah. first. And truly enjoy yourself. If you can't enjoy you, ain't nobody else going to enjoy you. Amen. If you can't stand yourself, Come on. Ain't nobody else going to be able to stand you. And keep hope alive. (laughs) (laughs) That is the honest truth, though. Keep hope alive. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Keep hope alive, buddy. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. So that is another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. But before I, you know, I go, I do want each of you ladies just to say where they can find you um, a little bit. You know, if you have a business, if you got something going on um, right now, just, let, you know, let, let the, the bougie babes know out there. This is Tiara. You can find me at uh, Tiara the Model on Instagram. Um, Tiara, that's T E I R R A, the model. Um, and then you can also find me on Facebook, Tiara Nickerson, N I C K E R S O N. 
Um, you can find me. My name is Nafisa Walker, but you can find me on Instagram as uh, brown sugar underscore nine seven three. Also on Facebook as Nafisa Walker. And Marquita Smith. You can find me on Instagram at McCarter um, Smith um, Instagram name, and also um, my health and wellness company on Instagram at CMOSRX. Um, and business website is RX approved, R-X-A-P-P-R-O-V-D.com. And if you have not yet picked up your 90-day blueprint prayer journal for future wives and wives, make sure that you click the link in the show notes and get your journals. Also, if you have not yet picked up my new publications, and now I have a prayer journal for men. So if you are in a marriage or if you're in courtship and you want to gift your special person or brother or father with this prayer journal, make sure that you click the link in the show notes and get strength which is a prayer journal for men this is definitely ordained by god he gave me the idea to do it every scripture um how it's laid out was all done by my hand and by uh, my counsel of the lord so make sure that you go ahead and pick up that journal for men um also the proverbs 31 journal for women this is a journal also um that uh, god led me to do as well um it is a prayer journal it's just a journal that you can journal your thoughts your prayers um, inside of this journal. And I have sprinkled some Proverbs uh, 31 scriptures throughout this journal. Um, They're both Harbeck Harbeck journals that you can get now on Amazon. All of the links are in the show notes. So once again, I thank you babes for listening into another episode, the first episode of 2022 of the Bougie Balls podcast. And I will see you all on the next podcast. Bye-bye.